listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I want to do a quick episode today and just have a really casual chat about earnings and how to get to sort of the certain points that you want to get to. So there are official milestones in the Teachers Pay Teachers world, such as earning $20,000, $75,000, $500,000, etc., where TPT sort of acknowledges those things, which is really exciting. But as sellers, we tend to have our own little kind of milestones, our own little goals that we want to get to of how much money we want to earn in total or how much we want to earn a year. But most often, how much we consistently want to bring home month to month. In this episode, I want to chat a little bit about how to get to your next sort of goal. If you're someone that's earning, you know, like 10 or $50 a month and you really want to be earning three figures a month, you want to be getting to that one or 200 or more a month. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And I also want to briefly talk about if you're in the next stage, you know, you're earning a a couple of hundred quite consistently, but you want to hit four figures a month. You want to start getting to that. And the reason I want to talk about those two areas is because I feel that's where the majority of my listeners usually are at. They're at that point where they want to kind of get to a couple of hundred a month or they want to get to a couple of thousand. Uh, I know that there are a few of you listening that may have much bigger goals than that and that's okay, but I'm hoping this is a really helpful episode for slightly newer sellers. So if you've been around like a decade or so and your next goal is to earn $50,000 a month, this episode is not really for you. I'm sorry about that. So let's start off with the how to earn a few hundred dollars a month on TPT. I want to very briefly tell you my story just in the hopes that it helps. I always talk about this, how the first ever month I was selling on Teachers Pay Teachers, I made $2.70 and I'm sure many of you have similar stories. It was not a crazy amount of money, but luckily things picked up a little bit by the next month. I think I'd made around 40 or 50 bucks, which was really exciting. After that, in about my third month, I began consistently earning, you know, one or 200 a month. It wasn't a crazy amount of money, but that's okay for me. At the time, I was full-time in the classroom. I had my own earnings from that. This was still like a bit of a side hustle for me. I wasn't, at the time, really working on my store. My first year or two, I'm very open about that. I say that I wasn't taking my business seriously. I didn't treat it like a business. I very rarely sort of worked on it. It was all a bit lax, the whole process of it. And so, you know, naturally, my earnings were what they were. They weren't really anything crazy or exciting. And I'm sure there are other people that have thrown themselves in from day one and, and earn a lot more in their first year. But yeah, I was just earning a few hundred. But at the time, I still think that's not a bad amount in your first year. I had about 20 or so products, maybe 30 by the end of my first year. I'm not 100% sure to be brutally honest. Yeah, like for a long time, it was really around that sort of 30 product mark. And I had a selection that would just kind of consistently sell. But I obviously do his stories all the time on social media. People message me and contact me and say, well, you know, I'm, I would love to get to that point. I would love to be able to earn $100 a month. I'm, I'm stuck earning $5 or 10 or 50 or 60 and it's just not happening. And I want to talk really briefly about what you should be doing to get to that point. First up, I want you to stop marketing. I don't know if people are going to listen to this and completely disagree with me. I don't care. I'm going to say it. Stop right now. Posting on Instagram, posting on Facebook, making pins or whatever like that you're doing that's taking up huge amounts of your time, trying to start an email list, writing blog posts, whatever. Oh, that is the last thing you should be doing. You are at a point where your store is bringing in 
you know, a, a smaller amount of money and you'd really like to earn more, there is something that needs to be fixed in your store. So the answer is not to start a TikTok account. The answer is to figure out why what you currently have in your store isn't selling. Whether you have 10 products, 50 products or 100, I'm assuming that you have something in your store and whatever it is sitting there isn't bringing in the monthly revenue that you would hope. Now, what I'm talking about here is optimizing the product listings in your store. So when I'm saying, yeah, drop Instagram for now, ditch TikTok and blogging and just focus on your store, what I mean by that is focusing your energy on things like your covers, your thumbnails or your previews, your descriptions and your SEO and making your listings truly top notch. The reason I say focus on your listings is that I rarely think that product creation is the issue. I found that in all the people I've coached and worked with through my courses and helped out in, you know, in my community is I really do think that as teachers, like we are amazing. And I've, I've seen some amazing resources on Teachers Pay Teachers. I don't think that that's often the problem. A lot of the time there are some really great products out there. I see a new seller store. I know that their products are actually really probably amazing and somebody would love them but somebody isn't buying them because they are not seeing them. They're not finding them or, you know, they're not, the sales not happening. It's not really converting. They're not getting to the purchase point. So in summary for you, if you are someone in that point that really wants to make like $100 a month right now, you need to step back from all of that time sucking marketing that you aren't really ready for and focus on the absolute basic foundations of your business, which is getting your products to sell. I guess if I want to clarify a little bit more what I mean by that, I mean that you could make the most beautiful Instagram post or pin or blog post in the world, but that will mean absolutely nothing if once someone gets to your store, they don't want to buy the product because of your listing. So you really want to get those foundations happening first. So yeah, feel free to ditch that marketing if you're in the first couple of months of selling or maybe just in your first year. And if you don't want to ditch it, that's okay too, but you could just slow down a little bit, spend a little bit less time on the marketing, a little bit more time on a different kind of marketing, marketing your listings within TPT. And it is a form of marketing. I think we hear that word marketing and we think Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, email lists, but really marketing starts right on TPT. I've always said that everything you're doing on your listing is trying to sell your resource you know, the covers and the photography and the persuasive copy and your descriptions, it's all to persuade someone to buy. So we need to be focusing on that marketing. Now, I will just add, obviously, product creation should still be, you know, top of your priority list. I'm assuming that you'd still be making products for your store and growing it. If you're someone that's, you know, say you're earning $20 a month kind of on average and you really want to earn $100, you probably find that increasing the products in your store is definitely going to help with that. But like I said, getting those listings up to par is going to be really important too. So just try to have a bit of a balanced approach between the two. Maybe one evening you're making a new product, the next evening you're tweaking some covers, you know, kind of balance those two things as well as you can. And you doesn't have to be exactly 50-50, but it depends on how many products you have. If you have, you know, less than 20, 30 products, less than what I had as a new seller, then maybe product creation would be more of a priority. So you can get to that first 20 or 30 or 40 products. But if you already have, you know, like 89 products in your store, when you really think about it, that's a pretty large amount of products. I know that there are sellers out there, you know, that you might be looking at, like myself, with nearly 500 products or a thousand But when you actually look at what you have, like 80, 90 products or even 50, 60, 
that's actually a huge amount of resources and there's potential there for those products to bring you money. So why aren't they? There are a lot of, you know, unicorn people out there. I've heard these amazing stories of people with like 30 or 50 products and a fairly small store really in terms of quantity who are making like six figures. It's crazy, but it is literally possible. And I guess I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here, but yeah, there's, you know, quality is always more important than quantity. So it's not about how many products you have. It's about how great they are. Just keep that in mind as you're creating. Don't, you know, create for the sake of it. Create if you want to create because you love it, but create because you have great ideas, but make sure as you're going, you're optimizing what you have to get it to sell and not just sort of rushing the product creation for the sake of it to get to an arbitrary number. But one of the things I find myself saying all the time when I'm doing people's audits on their stores is I, I look at the number of products in the store. I say, okay, you've got 68 products. Why are those 68 products not selling? Yes, you could start working towards making 100 and I certainly encourage it, but we've got 68 products right now. That's quite a lot. They could be bringing you a lot of revenue. Why aren't they? Let's let's look at why not. So that's something I want to say for the newer sellers who are aiming for getting a couple hundred dollars a month. Now I want to really briefly talk about what if you're at that next phase? What if you do fairly consistently bring in, you know, two or three hundred bucks or five or six hundred dollars a month on average? Or maybe even getting closer, you're like around eight hundred dollars a month and you're just like, so close. I really want to earn four figures. What does that look like? And what do I need to do? Now, I hate to say it, but the answer doesn't change drastically. Unfortunately, what is true for newer sellers is also true for seasoned sellers and anyone in between. The fact is that your listings do need to be optimized and they do need to be prioritized. I'm not going to repeat myself, but the advice I just gave about covers, thumbnails, previews, SEO and descriptions, that all needs to be prioritized, especially if you're going towards the four-figure mark. You need to have all that stuff up to scratch. Product creation, again, would be something that you would still be doing, I imagine. But this, again, varies so much based on how many products you have. So say you are someone that earns about 800 a month, kind of averagely. Some months it's 600, other months it's 900. But either way, you really want to get to that $1,000. Like that's your next goal. You need to be thinking, what can I do to get there? If I already have 150 products, I don't think making another 10 or so products is going to magically do anything crazy. I need to be focusing on getting those 150 products to sell. And yes, it's going to be the optimizing that I've just talked about, but it could also be a little bit of marketing. If you're kind of getting towards that four figure mark, I don't see any harm in having a marketing platform or two. When I was first starting my store, I only had Pinterest. That was the only thing I did for many, many years. I didn't take on anything else and I was able to really pour a lot of energy into it. So my suggestion is really just to pick one and to go all in, whatever it is that suits you, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. It doesn't have to be what I do. It doesn't have to be what someone else does. Whatever suits your personality, like I've talked about in previous episodes with the marketing quiz. If you haven't taken it, I'll put another link in the show notes, but Choose the marketing platform that suits you and just stick with the one. If you really do have the time and energy, then by all means, you could certainly have maybe two platforms. But again, I don't think you want to be one of those people that's juggling like four or five platforms, getting so sucked into the marketing of things when you really should be focusing on your store because your store is what's going to get you to that $1,000 a month. 
I've said this so many times, I don't care if it makes me sound like a broken record, but I'm always saying that the thing that successful sellers have in common is the quality products in their store because everybody has a different marketing strategy and some people are on TikTok and some people are on Facebook and some are, you know, writing blog posts. But when it comes to high earnings, the people that are really killing it, they have a store full of great products. Like That is where it's at. And I'm going to elaborate on that and say it's not just having great products, it's having great listings as well, obviously sell those products. So if you're getting to that point, you're like, I'm so close to the thousand, but how do I get there? Obviously keep doing a little bit of product creation, especially if it brings you joy. But if especially if you've got around 100 products, that doesn't need to be your biggest priority anymore. Adding a couple extra products this year to your store is not going to make the most difference. What the biggest difference will come from will be focusing on your listings, getting those covers and previews and everything done making them like the best they can be and getting a little bit into your marketing. If you're in your first couple of years, having one or two really thriving marketing platforms, but not having like five, because that's just going to completely burn you out. Final thing that I want to add is a little bit of a, if I could go back in time, what would I do differently sort of perspective? Or if I had to start my store from scratch tomorrow, I had to start over again, what would I do? And I really think that the kind of resources you have, the size of your resources and the price of them has a big impact. So if I were to go back in time and start from scratch or if I were to open a new store tomorrow, I would do the opposite of what I have done in the past, which is make lots and lots and lots of little tiny resources that are all like $1.50. I mean, that was never going to make me huge amounts of money. I would be thinking, what are some really big, juicy, amazing, value-packed, great products I can make? I can charge quite decent amounts for that are going to bring in a decent amount of revenue. How can I make product lines? How can I make sure I've got bundles happening and big ticket items? So this is something that I do see quite often. If you are one of the people like me that started off making a store full of lots of tiny products, lots of cheap products, it's just that little bit harder to get to that first maybe $100 or $1,000 a month. But if you're someone that does have that $50 bundle, that $100 bundle, that big curriculum or that big product line, they're all, you know, $10, $20 products. It's just that little bit easier to get to those goals. So if you're thinking, yep, I've got my marketing platform sorted. I've been updating my covers. I've done all the stuff in this episode. You know, what else can I do? I'd be thinking just from now onwards in, in terms of your store, making products that are going to make you money. And the final thing I will add is that in terms of making products that will make you money, it definitely comes down to the type of products you make. And I think making products that teachers really, really need, not what they want, but what they really need and like can't live without is really going to make their lives easier. That maybe the harder product to make than not every other seller is making is usually a great way to go. And evergreen, especially, you know, if you can make something that can be bought all year round, not just like a seasonal cutesy thing, for example, a $10 unit uh, for like a math topic that can be taught anytime during the year is going to be probably so much more profitable than that $1.50 Christmas craft. That's the undeniable truth, I think anyway, unless you did some really great marketing on that Christmas craft. That's not always true. I'm not saying that seasonal resources are the worst or that everything low priced is the worst, but just that those products that teachers really need and those high ticket items can really be a quicker way to make a little bit more monthly revenue. I'm going to wrap up this episode because I said I was going to keep it short and sweet and I've sort of gone on and on and on. So, but I really, really hope that that has helped. Be sure to follow along on Instagram at Terrific Selling Tactics because 
as of like yesterday and today, I just did a big long story where I was answering people's Q&As. They were asking really amazing questions about TBT and business. I answered so many of them. I gave so much advice. I think it was a really beneficial set of stories to basically watch. And this episode was actually inspired by one of those questions and some DMs I had with people. And yeah, so basically there's so much valuable information happening, not just on the podcast on a week to week basis, but sometimes on a daily basis on Instagram. So be sure to check it out. I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.